This is episode number 236. What have you learned about yourself since starting your business with Nancy John? Welcome. My name is Oleg Lokid, and this is the Overcoming Odds Podcast, where you get a glimpse into the stories of individuals who have overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving their personal success. This podcast was built by you and for you to help you overcome adversity, suffering, and struggle in achieving your fullest potential. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to make a few quick announcements. First one being an invitation to our weekly conversation that takes place every single Friday called Survive to Thrive Attitude of Gratitude. What this is, is a series of conversations where we explore the connection between gratitude and grief, gratitude and resilience, gratitude and relationships, gratitude and potential, and many other topics. If this is something of interest to you, please consider joining us either through Facebook or LinkedIn Live every single Friday at 10.45 a.m. Central Time, where you will be able to hear not only the different perspectives shared from our end, but also ask questions and share your own perspectives as it relates to each and every single one of the topics that we choose to explore. The second announcement that I wanted to make is that if you've enjoyed any of our previous episodes, or if this is your first time tuning in and you like what you heard, please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Facebook, or Google so more people can hear these inspiring and courageous conversations. Last but not least, if our work has had any form of impact in your life or helped you see your world differently, please consider contributing to our cause at overcomingodds.today so we can continue creating these inspiring and courageous conversations. Now, let's get back to our show. Hey, Alec, how long, are you? A long time, I'll see. <laughs> when was it? I feel like it was like two weeks ago, three weeks ago. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's always nice to share space with you. So thanks for having me on. No, thank you. I've realized something that I don't know if you, you can relate to this, but I feel like with COVID, some of the relationships and connections that I've had with people, I'm able to stay in touch with them a lot more frequent. And I don't know if that's just because I've gotten so used to the whole just get on Zoom and literally hit start or join and then you're there, <laughs> you, like, but you're not, you're halfway across the world, but like you're still in the same room. <laughs> and I don't, I feel like there's a lot of beauty within that because prior to COVID, I didn't do that. I mean, like I was have just, Zoom conversations or? Yeah, Zoom or Skype, like I, oh. even phone calls. Oh, I didn't okay. do many of those. And, I don't know why. I think maybe there was this assumption that, okay, if I wanted to go see my parents, I'll just get on the flight and go there. Right. I didn't do that that often either. But I don't know. I think COVID really just put it in perspective and made me realize that this is something that you can do at any given moment. Mm. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't understand the the capability of the technologies to begin with. Maybe right. that's what it boils down to. Right. Is it? I didn't understand the fact that you truly can talk to anyone at any given minute of the day yes. through the power of Zoom, Skype, yes. and the iPhone. Yes, very true. So, it's been an, it's been an interesting journey. Um, COVID nineteen, something that will not be forgotten. <laughs> oh, um, I don't think forward. so. <laughs> 
But the, the theme and something I wanted to talk to you about, it's the question above us, and that is what have you learned about yourself since starting your business? You've had a very interesting journey for to me in starting your own particular business and being able to learn throughout it. And I think one other thing that I appreciate about who you are is that you really build it from your own lens. So you start building it, kind of like testing it on yourself first to see whether or not things like that works work for other people. Yeah, I find that to be an interesting perspective because in my in my opinion, not many people do that. Right. In fact, the way that I was taught business at the beginning was complete other end. You know, create this customer persona, go mm-hmm. find that person, solve their problem. When the reality of the matter was, I had realized in that moment that people change. Yeah. So the problems that they face might change. So whatever the problem that Alex or whoever might be having right now may not be the problem that they experience tomorrow. Yes. And that's where I chose to do a completely different, I, I chose a completely different direction. And yes. so I became the client of my own work. I started to look at it as far as if I'm going to solve anything, it's going to start with solving whatever it is that I'm seeking or experiencing because I don't know the other person. Yeah. And there's only, there's also so much, and we can get into this as well, but there's also so much that goes to, I may ask you of what is the problem in your life, but whether or not you have the ability to communicate that and communicate mm-hmm. that effectively, that's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. So there might be a problem within the problem that you're not even aware of. Yes. And so we might be solving that's not actually something that's going to be productive to you. Yes. Yes. Very true. How did you yeah. start to build your own business? Like, how, how did you take a similar approach? Like, did you um, become the client of your work? So, I mean, it's a, for me, I think I've shared with people before that starting my own business was something that I wanted to do for a very long time. I just, mm-hmm. um, I've said that I lacked the courage to take the steps needed to take the plunge, right? To let go of the security of having a full-time job benefits and all those things. And to just let that go and, and making that decision, because if you're, if you're in a partnership, like whether you're married or, you know, uh, um, you are um, coupled with anybody or you have kids or dependents or as, as long as soon as you're excuse me connected with some, another person it's also never just a decision that affects you it's a, mm. now a mutual decision that has to be made so all of those things played into that my my real desire for wanting to do something on my own um one of the main reasons was because I, I've always appreciated being able to call the shots on my time. And once I became really comfortable with saying that and being okay with that, I was like, okay, well, that's kind of what I've like. And I've always liked that. And, and in when I was in organizations, the roles where I had the most autonomy were the ones I appreciated the most. Um, yeah. I actually was my best in those roles. And I feel that's actually true for all of us. We all, what autonomy looks like will be different for all of us, but I feel that we all want that as adults, especially. I think kids do too, but definitely as you get older, you're like, I've figured out my space. I feel like I, so that idea was a big deal for me. Um, So then about a year and a half ago, I'm close to two years now when I ended up kind of taking that leap. Um, it, It was scary and I did, 
I don't know that I had this clear idea. You know, some people have like a real clear idea when they step out of what that's going to yeah. what they're going to do. And mm -hmm. I did not, I did not have that. And um, to get okay with that was also a learning process for me. So this idea of what did I learn? I would say that question of what did I learn about myself since starting my business? I feel that the starting of my business happened at a time where I was already shaped for learning. So it's, I don't know whether it's the business, like, I don't know what the chicken or the egg is here is that it's a, it's a, it's kind of like this, a combination of things mm -hmm. that happened for me. Um, so one of the things that you talked about the idea of, you know, where did you start or who was your client? I, for whatever reason, early on, I realized, and I, I definitely don't want to say, I, I'm trying to think like whether it was a self-realization, I heard somebody say, but there was this realization that I had is that my my ideal client is me. Mm -hmm. And, and I have now proof tested this with almost every and you saying what you just said to me is like, yep, like, that's exactly that's exactly what I mean. Anybody who starts and I'm talking specifically like solopreneurs and so on. I don't know that I can say this for anyone who has a maybe a larger business they've started or you know, I, I can't speak it for everyone. But especially for the smaller business owner, that solopreneur that stepped out that that is who you're serving is you perhaps you maybe right now or you maybe a couple steps ago but it's some version of you that you're serving or you're looking to serve so once that uh kind of realization came up then then being attuned to what does that what am i you know what does that mean for me like how do i operate that required me to invest a lot in building my awareness so like i said getting the idea of becoming comfortable with being truthful about what I want and what I don't want, mm -hmm. that was a big, big learning for me. But I realized that these learnings, I actually started from a place, yes, I started from a place of what do, what's a business plan, what steps would I need to take? And those are all, I feel, very normal steps to take. But I really, even though I actually helped people who were starting businesses in my previous career, that was one of the things that I did. Well, I was actually part of the sales training part of helping people start up like business development side of things. But I just, I started to realize there's one thing to know something and one thing to like know it. Yeah. So even though I had a head knowledge about it, the, the kind of experiential living out of it was, okay, well, what does this mean for me? And I, what, what I really recognized was what I need right now is to address certain things that are internal to me. My business will be a benefactor of the work that I will do internally. Mm -hmm. And that's actually the direction that I went. Instead of getting a coach that was about a business coach, I went to a, a coach that helped me work through some other issues like internal work that I needed to start. And 100%, then it just kind of set me up for the clarity on other areas from a business perspective. So that's one of the things I would say was a big learning for me was the starting point was actually not external, it was actually quite internal. Um, which, yeah, so it's it, like I said, like it, I, I was at a point in my life where I was already at this cusp of, I was, it was time for like a big learning. I was mm -hmm. already there. And I just, I think my, by starting my business, the timing of that just worked out, maybe one fed into the other. So I was already set up for that. Um, and, and I started there. And for me, a big part of that I've shared with you before is a spiritual connection for me is a big part of that. So I asked a question very early on in, 
actually it was late 2019, maybe early 20, actually probably late 2019. I just asked a question. I asked, um, as part of my own growth, I, I asked a question of God. And so people like, whether you want to call it a divine thing or universe or whatever you want to call it. But for me, it was mm -hmm. a question to God. I said, I want to know who you are. Cause for whatever reason, for me, that was an important connection to all these other things. And that then led me to an internal journey. And, and I feel that that's, I feel a lot of times, whether you own a business or not, or whether you're starting something new, we go external first. Mm -hmm. Like, what do I, what's out here? What are the, like you said, you know, who's the client out there? What's the plan out there? And we haven't, there's actually, the reason that we've had a shift or change is because there's something in here. And once we start, like once I started, and for me, practically, once I've started to do that, the kind of kind of explosion that's happened for me from a personal level, which has affected ev who I am, that is now showing up in how I run my business. Who do I want to serve? How do I want to serve? How, how willing am I to adjust? How open am I to making mistakes? Like that's actually truly shifting for me, not as words, like not as that that's a nice to have for me, like that's actually actual shifting that's happening. And like, I am so excited by that. Um, even though it brings challenges with it overall, I'm, I'm really, really excited by, by where I am. And I know that my business is benefiting from it. Did you ever find it challenging to articulate what it is that you're doing as it relates to your business when you were asked the question of what do you do? Yes, 100%. Because it was always that, you know, it was that pressure of that ele um, elevator speech. Elevator you know, that's pitch, the quick yeah. thing you can say. And I remember like fumbling over it because I would say these <laughs> words that sounded like they felt like they should sound good, but they just didn't feel like, I don't feel anything as I said it. So I actually didn't believe it. And because I didn't believe it, my delivery was not believable. And then I'm sure like, however it landed on the other person. So it's been, so yeah, hundred percent that was there. And, um, I would really like for anybody who's starting something new, I just encourage you, like, it really is just a matter of keep doing it. Like there's no, yeah. There's no other, I can't tell you another, from my experience, another answer to that question, because even now where I am, I consider myself to be at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And I hope I always feel that way. Like, I hope I always feel that I'm at the cusp of something that I'm like, yes, like I'm still, there's still more to go. Cause even as I've gained clarity uh, and I can speak a little, I can speak with more clarity around what, what I'm doing. Um, I still realize there's more to come. And so when I say work at it and practice it, I say that while also figuring out like doing that internal work. Cause if all you do is practice that external thing and all you do is practice, okay, this is the words. I just keep practicing it without actually dealing with why is it? I don't believe this. Why don't I believe what's coming out of my mouth? <laughs> then it's, I, I, I actually think it's um, a very short term game. Mm -hmm. This is, this is my thinking. I was like, okay, I started my own business to call the shots on my time and to do the work that I wanted to do and work with the people I want to work with. Why the hell would I not do that then? Why am I then going to, <laughs> you know, force myself into all these, well, I'm, I can do, I actually, if that's the case that I might as well go and work elsewhere. Cause then at least I can have the security of of um, the steadiness of a paycheck, uh, know that I like I don't have to think about anything else. Like, 
why take that's why i'm just like well it's each has its up and down it all depends yeah. on what you want right and so if you if this is what you want then do the thing you want to do and figure out why it's not working for you and if it's not what you want to do that is okay like starting a business is it's not for everyone it's it's not so i know sometimes people feel like yeah start your own thing it's like well maybe not like that if that's not a value for you if you value other things then there is nothing wrong there's great organizations these great opportunities in organizations and i would say go for that right so that's what i mean if you're going to do your own thing then then do your own thing mm -hmm. and don't like don't like figure it like that means you got to do some work inside mm -hmm. yeah i think there's something that you mentioned within that i didn't even think about this but there's almost like an added level of security when it comes to being able to work for another organization and that's not having to be stuck in an elevator trying to find the right words to describe what it is that you do that's right then you could just mention the name and and all of that's kind of given for, to you absolutely when you sign up for that role i mean yes. you, you have the company's vision mission and everything that you need to describe that i didn't even think about it that's another level of security credibility that, credibility that's well. and that's for anyone who's starting anything new we're all like i okay i'll speak for myself it's always that credibility of like am i credible yeah am i do i have what you would actually be interested in? am i someone who creates curiosity for you yeah or am i just confusing but if i tack on an organization's name and say that oh you know we're one of the top five banks but that's it that's all you have to say that's all i have to do <laughs> You don't even have to say what you do as a bank. That's you it. just have to mention the fact that you're top five, top 10. That's right. And all of a sudden you've built all the credibility that's needed in order for me to possibly do business with you. That's right. And I could be doing the exact same work in that yeah. organization as I am yeah. doing now, which is pretty much what most people who start <laughs> their businesses are doing. It's just that all of a sudden it's become this, well, now I'm new. Well, I've, yeah. and I've, I've actually said this now. I repeat this several times. I say, I'm not new. My business is new. Mm. I have been doing my work for over 15 years. Yeah. So I am not new. Mm -hmm. And that was something for me to also absorb for myself, like for my benefit to say, yeah, Nancy, you're not new. Mm -hmm. Where do you think clarity comes from? Is it the experience or is it something else? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a combination of things for me. For me, I would say certainly the experience, the practice mm -hmm. of it, and it depends on what we're talking about, the mistake around it, the mistake of not being clear. Mm -hmm. So I think about, so for me right now, communication is a really big thing that I'm focused in on. So my work um, as a leadership first person who's focused on leadership development. So the core of the work that I do through seed leadership is around building future leaders. Like that was the that was like the spirit behind what caused us to start it. So one of the areas that I've honed in or began to hone in on is working with introverted leaders. And the reason I focus there is one, because being an introvert myself, I recognize some of the one preconceived notions yes. and myths that uh, surround mm -hmm. it. And mm -hmm. the communication was something that also comes up here very frequently. People want to be able to communicate more persuasively and especially introverts, I won't say all, but I would say definitely introverts have a second guessing around their ability to do that. Mm -hmm. I certainly um, come across that myself. And so when I think about, like, even as I think about my communication, the clarity of my communication, sometimes recognizing clarity 
happens like if I give myself pause to think about something. So that gives me a bit more clarity because all I would say again, majority of introverts were processing everything internally anyways. And so there is so much happening inside of us that to then find clarity in something requires a little bit of, okay, let me step back. Mm -hmm. pull back a little bit take a reflection reflect on it and then i can come back in again um so so i feel that time is part of getting clarity in my experience experience how you mentioned experience is a bit of clarity because i made that mistake and i'm like gosh i can't believe i did that again (laughs) what was that about right and so i've had a couple of conversations that i had in the past week that were just like i was i couldn't get it out of my mind i was like okay what's bugging me about this and once i got i had to, as I worked it out, right? Like it's that time, but the, had I not done the experience, I would not have known that that's a possibility. So it's the idea of mistakes and forgiving. And I think the ability to forgive ourselves for that mistake and get past it is needed for the clarity. Otherwise, all we're doing is churning about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the mistakes are part of it. So to your point, experience, a good and bad experience is a part of clarity for me. Um, Pros, yeah. So for me, a lot of times, in addition with communication, one of the areas uh, that I find that's very connected is emotions. And I've been doing a lot of, so you talked earlier about, you know, Nancy, you, you focus on working it through yourself and then mm-hmm. say, okay, this is how I can experientially say, and that's important to me because I do want to be able to say, this has been my process and this is what I did. Um, and so the emotion component has been a big piece for me lately, along with the communication, because for me, both of them get tied because if we are heightened emotionally whether it's like super negative whatever the kind of un not so good feeling emotions are or like we're heightened with really happy emotions those are points where our clarity in what we communicate what we're thinking is also not probably at its optimal like we are biased on either of those sides at that point Mm -hmm. and so you know getting clarity at that time what's one of the things that's helped me is writing And that just means taking like a few minutes. Like if something is just like, I'm like, you know what? This thing is not letting me go. I can't figure this out. If that means I got to take a couple minutes and just write it down. That's another thing that I find helps with clarity. And I feel like these are techniques. I know I speak, I speak when I say it's about around introversion. I feel that it can, it can be helpful for a lot of people, but definitely those who are finding it like you're like feeling stuffed up inside it's very, very difficult to get clarity in those moments. So if anybody's starting a business, you're already overwhelmed. You're like, what's going to happen for money? What am I going to get yeah. a client? Is anybody going to like me? Do I have anything people want to share? That networking event didn't go well. I don't think anybody cares about what I have to do. Like all of these things every single day, all the time. Then yeah, like you have to find techniques for, well, how do I do that? And I, that's why I keep saying you have to, it's an internal journey everyone yeah. it's not a journey everybody wants to make but i would highly encourage you because it is an amazing thing like it's scary yeah. it's amazing and i i'm so wow like i'm so happy that i have stepped into that path because it's like it's actually got nothing it's not just about my business that's what's yeah. amazing about it it's actually my business is only a part of me i would say that's about who you become exactly your business is not you it is a part of you. You are m- much, much, much more than mm-hmm. your business because your business mm-hmm. can go tomorrow. You still remain. So I think yeah. that's an important piece as well to remember as part of this journey. Yeah. 
Michelle Atkins has joined us here. I was trying to think of a, 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 a way to describe the Saturday. I was going to say like Saturday morning courageous conversation, or that's definitely not yes. a word. But you know, no, I like that conversation. Or, <laughs> <laughs> <make> that up. <laughs> no, but I think there's there's a lot of value in what you just said as far as being able to reflect upon. That thing. The other thing that I've learned when it comes to being able to articulate the mission statement or the vision or whatever it is, the, the wording behind what it is that you do, is once I've allowed other people's words and interpretations of how it is that the work impacts them, once I've become a lot more open to it, yes. I've literally just I, I just use other people's words, seen, valued, appreciated, because yes. those are the things that people are using. So I, and that was a big difference and a big uh, moment of recognition for me where I understood that why am I trying to create a language to a business where in the reality of the matter is the language is, it, it already exists. All you mm -hmm. have to do is just ask the question, what difference is X, Y, and Z making in your life? Why do you choose to come back? Why do you choose yeah. to share? You know, and, and then from there, people give you the words, literally yeah. almost verbatim. They give yeah. you the words and then between the five or six or however many different messages, I just literally find the common words, valued, appreciated, seen, heard, all these other things. And then from there, I just put them in a sentence. Yes. Now, I will also tell you this, that right now I, I run into this quite a bit where people will ask me, well, what is Overcoming Odds about? And I'll tell them, you know, it's a space to be seen, to be heard, to be appreciated, um, demonstrate one's strengths, uniqueness to the world and stuff like that. And the person still looks at me as if like, was that English or was that a foreign <laughs> language? Like there's, and I, and I realized that one of the reasons why that might happen is because if you don't have a point of reference, so if you don't know of anyone in your life who has a similar thing, why would you expect to understand it? You know, if you've never come across uh, quote unquote coach or someone like Tony Robbins, Oprah Winfrey, whoever that can have, that can give you some comparison point. Well, then you have no reference point. And that's why those terms may appear as foreign objects. But yeah, I, I, I know for me, that was just a huge, huge thing. When I stopped trying to define it myself and just literally let the words come to me by listening to other people, it's like awesome. Yes. Now I now I no longer have to spend a week trying to come up with a mission statement. Yes. I just well, I listen like how, to what people are saying. Yeah, and so it's interesting, like even so I'm kind of look, looking at even what Lashaw wrote here on the idea of listening to the words rather than compare ourselves with others and try to compete. Mm -hmm. That in hearing you talk, it's there's an allowing of it. Yeah. Right. So there's an allowing of it versus a comparing of it. Yeah. And I think that's the difference is we, we also have to recognize that we're not always in a place to allow something. And that's kind of why I come back to like, recognize where are you in your journey and respect that part of you. Mm -hmm. The thing is, as soon as you, the thing is, once you recognize it, then you'll, you're like, okay, great. So now, now I can figure out whether it's next, whatever next step is, or if there's a next step or whatever that might look like. But I think this idea of 
listening to other people that means like and you're the one i've shared this before like one of your strengths is the asking of questions so you're already leaning into a strength of yours um and then just kind of leaving the space open for people to actually you're allowing it to come through you know you mm -hmm. you can easily ask a question and just be like okay well that's, that's all well and good right because <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, yeah, the reality is us asking doesn't mean we have to actually allow anything in. so the ability to allow things in and what I find sometimes is that for people, people sometimes are also looking for a very practical answer to something. Yes. So when, so for example, you know, if, if we say like, what's, well, it's a, it's a place where you're valued, heard and seen, they're like, okay, what, like, so is it a call? Is it a meeting? Like, is it yeah. a workshop? And so that's what I figured out as well as sometimes for people, the clarity is a very practical. They're just like, I just want to know, what are you? So that's <laughs> helpful for me to say like, where do I, how do I create enough clarity without giving too much info? Because that was another challenge I was having where I was giving way too much info. <laughs> I actually wasn't connecting. Like I yeah. was getting a lot of, yeah, sure. Share, share information with me. And that was it. And so one of the things this year, I, um, I, I invested in working with someone to help me with like marketing and sales. Cause it's not my, it is not my natural strength to be there. Um, even though I can understand the concepts, it was like, okay, well, I don't want to say have to figure everything out on my own. There's things that work, what works. And so that was just that understanding of how do you with clarity share something, but just mm -hmm. enough of it without saying, well, here, Oleg, here's a, here's something for you to look at. Even though you're, you might say, Nancy will send me something that I can read ahead of time. It's kind of finding that balance as a business owner, understanding and respecting your process. Mm -hmm. is also a big part of the learning. It mm -hmm. is your process and having a process actually builds trust in the other person. If I don't have a process and I'm like super willy nilly, you're not going to trust me. Like, let's say you and I didn't know each other. And our first interaction was you're like interested to find out about a program that I'm running. And you don't get a sense that I have some structure around the call that I'm doing. You're going to feel whether you verbally or even consciously do it, you are subconsciously going to feel a little bit unsteady. Yes. And that unsteadiness you're going to apply to me, which you'll apply to my work and be like, oh, I don't really know that I want to work with her. And so when I talk about clarity, that's part of what is the work for me as well as to say, how do I get, again, we come back to that internal work. How do I get comfortable with what is it that I am delivering? This is my process. And that's not about being rigid about a process, not like, oh, like I can't move from this, but, but at the same time, having some level, like it's your process. You you're walking people through it. So having some level of structure gives people confidence that mm -hmm. you know what you're doing. Now that doesn't mean every, like that actually might even help to say, you know what, actually I recognize as a process and I see that this is not exactly what I'm looking for. Like what this program you're offering is not what I'm looking for. There is nothing wrong with that. That actually is a, a great thing for it to happen early rather than somebody walk away going like, I don't really know that I would want to work. Like, I don't know. It was weird. Like I, yeah. I'm not really sure what happened there. So I feel that it's, it's, that's another piece as a business owner is it may not come right away, but just start to figure out what is my process and know that it's actually completely acceptable and helpful for you to take people through your process. It is your business, you yeah. know, your process. So learn that. And look, it took me five years to get to this point, maybe even longer than that, where I can articulate it in the way that I, I do. Yes. There were times I, I don't even know where to start, how I described what I did and it had its own phases. There were times where I didn't even answer that question. 
Because I just said for the first, I don't know. <laughs> Go to the website, figure it out. <laughs> I, just, I, didn't so know, I didn't know how else to describe it. And I think there is a, I, I think there's a huge, in my opinion, there's a huge expectation that that question of what do you do carries with it that oftentimes doesn't get the acknowledgement. And that's, it's a very difficult question to answer mm -hmm. because if you do associate yourself as the business, therefore your entire existence is being based, is being literally put into that one sentence. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think what you just said, as far as choosing to differentiate between your business and who you are and being more interested in the person that you become, regardless of the outcome of the business, it's important. Yes. I mean, you're right. Tomorrow, everything might change and the business and everything may no longer be of service yes. to other people. Yes. And so what do you do in that situation? Do you look at yourself as failure do you look at yourself as someone who didn't reach your highest potential mm. because what you were doing yesterday no longer is a need today? Yeah. So having the, I don't know what it is, courage maybe to just understand that a business is just a business. It's just, I look at it this way. I think it was Gary Vaynerchuk that said this perfectly. I was watching his video four years ago and I remember he said, he said, think about this concept of a niche is not necessarily being able to focus on that one thing, but think of yourself as the niche and everything around in, surrounding you, all the different experiences. So mm. your interest in sports, personal development, coaching, X, Y, and Z, those are specific experiences that you can tap into and show your niche of who you are to that particular space. Right. And I just thought it was so profound because it's kind of like backwards from how I was taught. I was taught to go find the niche and put yourself in that hole and find the way to make it. <laughs> yes. And then I'm just like, I don't really like it here. I don't yes. like being boxed in. I don't like yes. being, you can only be this. You can only do that. Yes. I there was something about it from the very first step that just didn't make sense to me. Yes. And I just, yeah. I committed to myself. I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I, and good on you. Like you, you, you obviously, I think it always helps. Like I would say, it's great that if you can start it early, learn it young, that's awesome. Um, but I also say this to let people know it is never too late. So I'm not even talking right. about from a business perspective. I'm talking about from your life. It's actually never too late. So I to do um, anything to do. Yeah, like to do anything. Now, yes. Now people say, well, that, you know, does that mean I could go do this thing physically? I'm like, I don't know, you know, yourself better physically than I do. So yeah. but what I mean is, you know, sometimes a challenge becomes that when you reach reach a certain point in your life that, oh, I can't learn this. So I, I can speak from a learning perspective. Mm -hmm. It is actually not too late to, to take something on to learn it to readjust to um, and I, that's one of the things that I can say being, so I started, when I started my business, I was, I think, yeah, I was 39. So I'm at the, I was at the cusp of, you know, getting to 40 and stuff. And so people, like, it becomes one of those, like 40s when I was like, oh my gosh, you know, what, what's next? And, you know, it, it can lead to all this midlife crisis kind of <laughs> moments. Um, I, I have, I've always said I've, every decade of my life, has been better than the last. And I was like, I am, I was like, when I was entering into 40, I was like, 
my hope and prayer is that that is what this decade is going to be as well. And it hasn't disappointed. And what I mean by that is that there's been this level of awakening, learning, growth, which then has poured into my business. Um, I, as a per like, I as a person have evolved um, and just the way of thinking has changed. And that's better than any business. Mm -hmm. Like it is way better than any business outcome that I could ever have. And so if that, if that person who I am is who's entering into this business or starting something new, how could I not be, mm -hmm. I not be happy about that. And again, I think about, you know, what Lashaw said about that comparison, that doesn't mean comparison doesn't happen. I'm not, I'm by no means saying all of a sudden I'm immune to all the other thoughts that <laughs> immune all of a sudden it's right. not that at all. But what's happened for me is just this, as I paying as I'm paying attention and, and taking the time to invest in that inner work, it is allowing me a great amount of visibility and appreciation for things as they are. And I'm able to build a capacity to, to learn more. I'm able to build a capacity to be able to say, okay, you know what? I am recognizing that I'm not doing a good job in this space. I've had now several conversations with different potential clients and I'm coming out of each of those conversations feeling that I haven't been clear. So mm -hmm. what am I missing? And so I am learning. So, so it's a combination. Again, this is what I mean. It's a combination of that inner mm -hmm. work is helping me realize I need to do something about it. And then it affects, then I can look towards what does that mean for my business? The other way or the way that I was doing it before is out here first well, something's not working here. So I got to go fix. What's the technique? Let me go fix yes. the technique here. Yes. I'm like starting here now to say, no, no. Why am I being, something about this is bothering me and I'm hanging on to it way too long. What is here? <laughs> and then that, then it's interesting. Like I'm sure I may come back to the same technique, but I'm coming to it as a different person. I'm mm -hmm. not coming at it. I'm now not necessarily, I'm really learning how to, how do you, how do you, like as a business owner, you're going to make tons of mistakes. Like I don't, you know, you mm -hmm. talked about the idea it took you five years to get to where you are. And I think one of our like greatest challenges is we, we, you know, we hear about successes once they've become a success. Correct. They're 10 years in the making. Right? This one at gentleman least. said it, at <laughs> least, right? So this one yeah. gentleman said it perfectly. He goes, you know, um, it takes, you know, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And I was like, yeah, that that's so, so how can, how can we just be like, uh, okay, like, how do I, I want to be exactly who Oleg is. I mean, I think, yeah, like look at Oleg to say, okay, where's he now? What can you learn from him? But to say that, like, I love that you said, I took me five years to get to that clarity. There was a time I was saying, I don't know, go yeah. look at my website. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I did that. <laughs> Can you imagine that? But but that's the thing, right? So I think about so many, like even like I said last week, had a conversation. I walked away feeling like, crap, like I did I like what the hell was that? Like, I feel like I did this and I did, and I was like, yep, okay. So I had to just be like, what happened there, and what am I picking up? There's there's a theme that I'm picking up with that conversation. A couple other ones that I had. What can I do different? And can I just realize that that is done? And so the right, the partly writing about it, helped me process it, talking to my coach. So there's a processing. So I felt bad about it. So I'm not saying I, I didn't, I felt bad about it. I felt discouraged, 
And then I'm like, now once I process it, I'm moving on because it's time to, there's going to be way too many mistakes <laughs> yeah. to, to be like, it, if we dwell on them, we are done. Like no one will benefit from it. So I think that's where it's like, I'm learning right now. How do I best learn to process my emotions in a healthy way, hold them, all of them, the, the ones I like, the ones I don't like as markers for me, and then decide how to like feel them yeah. and then, and then move forward. And, uh, as, and I think that's the biggest thing for a business owner. It's, it's lonely. There's all these things that are there. So if we don't, we, mm -hmm. if we are not our friends, mm -hmm. if we're not our supporters, if we're not our encouragers, mm -hmm. uh, I, it's very difficult. Mm -hmm. That's why, again, I say there's an internal journey that I would highly encourage everybody. It don't, you don't have to spend, it's, it's, it's a, it's a partnership. So I'm not saying you need to spend a year to do that and then come. No, I kind of am doing it side by side, but mm -hmm. it actually happens much more quickly. As soon as you start it, it's, it happens much more quickly than you think, but I would say don't bypass that. Like that would be, that would be a big thing that would, I would share with folks. Mm. Nancy, obviously you and I can have a conversation for two hours and I know, did, but <laughs> due to time restrictions, um, we're not able to do it right now. And so Lachelle and anyone else with questions, please feel free to connect with Nancy at seedleadershipdevelopment.com. I know that you and Lachelle are connected, so you guys can find other ways, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever it is. But before I create the space for you to talk about different ways that people can find you, I'm curious to hear, this is something that you mentioned pr prior in the conversation, and that's this concept of leadership. Why is it important for you to be a leader? Um, I don't know that I've actually really considered that question. Why is it important for me to be a leader? I feel that we, all of us, whether we, whether we actually have people reporting into us or not, or, you know, whether we hold officials, we all have responsibility mm -hmm. in, in our spheres that we're in. And so, I kind of look at it in that sense. So if we have responsibility, what does that mean? So we have a responsibility for how we are with the people we love, who mm -hmm. we are showing up uh, for them and who we are ourselves as well. So really a lot of the work that I do, even though it is, it's geared towards people who are in organizations and mm -hmm. who may hold either uh, an official people leadership role or some level of like, um, even if it's like a in, informal leader, like people leadership roles, all the, all the work actually is about human interaction. Yes. So what I say is, unless you're living on an island by yourself somewhere, we all interact with each other in some way or the other. So we have a responsibility, like it's a human responsibility. And I think it's in that sense for me, uh, it's always been kind of like, what does that mean for me? And so then if I can take that and help, and I say, how do we help shape that for other folks? Mm -hmm. um, so that's where it comes in for me more than so it's not even so much like oh do i need to be a leader but it's like yeah but i have a responsibility for how i interact who i am and so if that's the case then how can i be the best that i am for myself mm -hmm. and then for the people around me and so that's the viewpoint that i that i'm coming at it with um and that's kind of the clarity i have about it now tell me a little bit more about the c leader leadership <laughs> what is it and do you have anything that's coming up within that yeah, so Seed Leadership, as I mentioned, it's a leadership development um, for, uh, firm 
Uh, I started it with my husband about a year and a half ago, almost two years. And so I didn't uh, know that. Yeah. The two of you yeah. do it. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't well, know no, that. We both, oh, we both, so, but we made a decision that I'm the person taking a leap with it now. We couldn't, we couldn't oh, have okay. both invest hundred percent. Mm -hmm. He does a little bit, but I am the I am the face and kind of the muscle behind this organization right now. But really in spirit, it's the both of us. Um, and so our work, as I said, was always around building the idea of building future leaders. And so one of the areas that I'm really focused in on right now is working with, uh, especially with introverted leaders, mm -hmm. focusing in on three specific areas. And there I mentioned communication. So one of them is around communicating more persuasively. Um, secondly, around building um, building stakeholder partnerships. Like how do you go about building par better partnerships, solid partnerships with people around you? and then being able to deliver difficult messages. So they're all interconnected that work. And um, what we found is that for introverts, especially these tend to be some key areas to mm -hmm. focus in on. And so I have a 90 day program that I have um, currently where I'm enrolling people coming in um, who are looking to specifically have outcomes in these three areas. So if anyone's interested, if that's something that resonates with you, these outcomes, then please reach out to me. I would say LinkedIn is one of the best ways. Mm -hmm. To, to connect with me on there. Now, for anyone that's tuning in and is curious about whether or not leadership is something that's actually within them, what question would you advise them on trying to answer in order to understand whether or not they're a leader? I would say if you're already asking yourself and you're wondering whether you are or not, you are already asking the question. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the, it's like, so I would just inquire, why is this even coming up for me at this point? something has triggered it. So how, how did this rise up for me? What about this moment is causing me to ask this question? And then that will help you start chipping. And from there, you'll start chipping away. Every, yeah. You'll start to say, well, this is what I'm seeing. And so, okay, what, what does that mean for me? But I would say, if you're already thinking, is it for me? Then you're already asking the question that, that starts you off. And so I would say, start there and inquire why it even popped up for you. Nancy, you're awesome. Just the insights, Thanks, the stories, so everything. <laughs> It's just effortless having a conversation with you. And Absolutely. I just really appreciate you for being a part of this. Thank you again for, um, yeah, I love sharing this space with you, as I said before. So thanks again for this. Thank you all for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. If you haven't done so already, please consider subscribing to our future episodes so you can receive all of the latest content. Also, if this work has had any form of impact in your life, please consider contributing to our cause by making a donation through our website at overcomingodds.today. Once again, we thank you for listening and we look forward to having you next time.